Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hello, my podcast people. Sarah Landon here with you as we walk through Exodus 35 together. Are you getting weary yet? I hope not. There's so much for us to dig into with God's people, the Israelites. Well, it seems the Israelites are still figuring things out. Back in chapter 32, things were not looking so good. Rebellion, killing their own family members, and a plague. Long story short, sin is a big deal. So Moses heads back up the mountain. Second time's the charm, right? Last chapter, he came back, wowing everyone with his unearthly glow, and gave them the lowdown on what God had said. It seems they had ears to hear. Praise God. Now it's time to get down to business. Personally, I am all about getting down to business. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, I I identify with type three, the achiever. I'm ready to jump into the next big adventure, ready to get out there, hit the streets, and get started. Can I make a confession? I am really bad at rest. There's a line in David's Psalm 23 where it says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. That is exactly what the Lord has to do with me sometimes. He makes me lie down in green pastures. I am learning how to better rest, set aside time for leisure and fun without making it productive or efficient or optimized. I think this is why Moses begins his speech to the entire community of Israel with a reminder of the Sabbath. He's about to call them into some action, but first he puts it in God's framework. God provides seven days in the week, work for six, rest for one. It's an act of faith, really. It fulfills the two main commandments of loving God and loving others. We're loving God by saying, God, you provide me with six days of work. It is enough. I trust your will can be accomplished in those six days. I trust you will provide all my needs, even when I take some time off. We love others when we extend grace and encourage them to be at rest, play, enjoy the blessings of God. We are not employer and employee, but brothers and sisters in God's family. The work ahead is great, but it will be done in its own time. And in case you didn't catch how important it was that they rest, the penalty for breaking Sabbath was death. So sit down, take it easy, or you'll be taking it easy forever if you get my drift. So now Moses makes his big announcement. He calls for a contribution from the congregation. In verse 5, he says, Whoever is of generous heart, let him bring the Lord's contribution. And then he lists a whole bunch of materials they need. Hopefully, you remember that as the Israelites fled from Egypt, the Egyptians loaded them up with treasures with the hopes that they would go and take their nasty plagues with them. Now the question is, will the Israelites be generous enough to hand over these treasures they had only recently gained from their Egyptian masters? It seems their hearts are beginning to fear and trust the Lord, because as we read in verses 20 through 29, they came. 
Listen to the alls and the everys in this passage. It's really powerful to see so much devotion and investment. And they came, everyone whose heart stirred him, and everyone whose spirit moved him, and brought the Lord's contribution, both men and women, All who were of a willing heart brought all sorts of gold objects, every man dedicating an offering of gold to the Lord. And everyone who possessed yarns or fine linens or goat's hair or skins brought them. Everyone who could make a contribution of silver or bronze brought it. And everyone who possessed acacia wood of any use in the work brought it. And every skillful woman spun with her hands, and they all brought what they had spun, All the women whose hearts stirred them to use their skills spun the goat's hair. And the leaders brought onyx stones and spices and oil. All the men and women, the people of Israel, whose heart moved them to bring anything for the work that the Lord had commanded by Moses to be done, brought it as a free will offering to the Lord. Wow, they have come so far and are now working together with willing hearts bringing freewill offerings to the Lord. Is this the same Israel? But it doesn't even stop there. The Egyptian treasures are freely given to the Lord. They're going to add to that the skills they learned in Egypt, now enhanced with the Holy Spirit, to make a gleaming, glorious, holy place for the Lord. They're taking the things from their previous life, the things of Egypt, and those things will be transformed now into something holy. God is in the process of redeeming His people. They are no longer slaves in Egypt. Their treasures, their work, their lives are freely given to the Lord. He is truly the God of redemption. In the same way, may we take a page out of the Israelites' book with generous hearts as we work unto the Lord, like it says in Colossians 3, 23-24, Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Oh, and don't forget to rest. Mostly that's a reminder for myself. Let's pray. Lord, It is so encouraging to see the Israelites join together in this work you've given them, freely giving the things you placed in their lives to make something greater and of eternal value. Let us, in the same way, give the things you've put in our lives to build up your kingdom and display your glory. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.